0: this on silence nice nice and precise very precise
1: we're tight it's it's a <laughs> we're, we're running a tight ship yeah we are man we are it's it's a you know uh you know yes catch up you well, know what i'm saying what we lack in talent we make up for in precision <laughs> that's true that is true and that's that's actually true of like uh you know they say those who can't do coach yeah right but yeah that's like my rap career. Like, I I can tell you what to do. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know if I could actually do it, but like, this is what <laughs> you're supposed to do. This is how you do it. People come to me for advice, and then they'd be like, why didn't you do it? This mm. <laughs> didn't do it. How about that? <laughs> uh. um, we talked about a little bit about the Danger monster Black Thought last week, mm-hmm. right? And, but some of the stuff in jest, like the mix and stuff like that. Um, but that was something real that someone really said though, right? Absolutely. Multiple people, multiple people. Interesting. I, what I want to ask you is I, I did a, uh, you know, I don't like top five here. Okay. Let me explain myself in the top five real quick before I ask you this question. Cause I'm not going to ask you for your top five. I'm simply going to, I'm going in a different direction, but my thing about top fives is not so much that I don't like them. It's that I don't like you guys nor your opinions. So It has nothing to do with me not liking top fives all all around. It's that I don't like you guys. That's the key. But also, in addition to not liking – Actually, I I don't think – this is where I'm going with it. I don't think that – and we've had this conversation. My top fives don't have to be considered the best rappers of all time. Like overall, they're just my top fives. And I think that's my problem with the top five argument. That when you have a top five conversation mm-hmm. with someone, what gets lost is like, yeah, that's your top five. For a lot of people, Redman isn't their top five, top 10. He's not in mine. Even though he's one of the best rappers I've ever heard, he wouldn't make my top 10. Right. On some days, Most Deaf might replace Blue in my top 10. On other days, Blue might replace Most Deaf in my top 10. Right. Okay. So I don't argue that my top 10 is the greatest of all time but with all that being said we, we have to kind of have this brief conversation between you and I about Black Thought alright yep. and Odyssey hates being called underrated or unknown mm. right but I think that it's fair to say relative to how good Black Thought has been not only as an MC pound for pound but successfully with the roots and on his own sure I would would you say, given the, the, you know, setup that I just gave, would you agree that Black Thought is genuinely underrated?
0: Yeah, I just, you know, he falls in this, this, um, I think people are happy leaving him in that state, like people out of our generation would rather, Mm -hmm. because to give him the recognition that, I think we probably all agree that he deserves is like, you know, people like to keep you in your place, which is kind of a fraught statement to make, you know, and it applies in a, you know, number of different circumstances and contexts. But, um, you know, the roots are doing really well without making any records right now. Um, (laughs) it's, it's career wise, right? I mean, yeah, all of them, you know, just, just the fact that they have this gig, that's just like fantastic. And then, you know, they can go out and, I, I assume they can go out and gig whenever they want to, and but sure. they don't have to. It would it's be like, even bigger, now. you know. Yeah. Quest publishes a book every five minutes, you know, like eight hundred mm-hmm. page book every five minutes um, about <laughs> all the music in his Serato or whatever it is. It's like they're all set, man. You know, it's cool, and then yeah. So, so all the people who feel like they they, I don't know what it is about, and it's not just hip hop heads. I think it's just human nature and. We live in an era where somehow we want to have ownership over somebody who's so true to the culture as opposed to saying, like, you have to check this out, too. Just like we said about the last six Roots records, you know, like this is equally as good and worthy of your um, your time and your, your listen, you know. Um, but we don't, I don't know why we don't do that.
1: Well, I, I, I've argued quite a bit and I've argued this on behalf of Jay-Z that people chose Nas. Mm. Initially, that's who they chose. And they were not going, no matter how good Jay-Z was in his prime or at his peak, they were not going to let go of the fact that, no, we chose Nas. So, you wouldn't acknowledge that Jay-Z had a good record. You wouldn't acknowledge that he spit a dope verse. You wouldn't acknowledge any of that because you chose Nas. In the very beginning of the fight, you chose Nas. You know what I'm saying? And that's a very corny hip hop thing to do, but I don't think I I, I want to say that's one thing I don't see a lot of younger hip hop kids doing. You know, they'll actually be like, "No, that that record was good, and that record was bad," right? Whereas, as us old heads, I think that's a big old head thing, mm, right? Yeah, we would not just acknowledge that Ice Cube was not as good later on. A, a lot of Ice Cube fans will just not acknowledge it. Like he was not as good later on as he was early on. Mm. Bottom line, but I with Black Thought. I feel like it happened in reverse. I feel like listening to "Do You Want More," and um, and uh, what was the first one? The the uh underground joint. Man, don't don't sue me, people from Philly. Don't 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 fight me. But you know what I'm saying. I'm getting old. What do you mean daily but, daily um, operation? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> don't, don't do this. Yeah, just, come on, leave me alone, man. Leave me alone. But listen to "Do You Want no More," Mister more, Next. Nice, <laughs> um it, it was a it was a, a collaborative effort like i feel like thought and maybe there's something out there talking about this like wasn't letting loose mm. so at the time like you know red man and and dell and all the people that were around at the time that do you want more drop I feel like Black Thought was fitting within the band, right? Well, that's the thing. I was going to say that
0: there's a, there's a, and I don't know how much, I don't know anything about them personally, really, you know, but there's a band mentality, right? Like the greatest musicians right. you can think of who were in bands always had somebody in the band saying, why don't you chill out a little bit next time we go out there? Cause it's just <laughs> not your band. This is our band or this is my band, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you need to, yeah. you need to yeah. fall back just you know yeah you want to solo every 5 <laughs> minutes you know go get your own band. so i don't know how if that if any of that played into it or it was just you know and it's, uh, i from what i, from what I could, yeah from what i could tell they they certainly did not um it wasn't like the partridge family that are the roots you know after a while
1: so well, yeah you know, hey i feel like the roots as a band accomplished what native tongues wanted to accomplish all along mm I mean, in a in a weird way, right? Like to be, just kind of generally. I mean, of course, the native tongues are well respected, but the way that the roots are able to function collectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know one is a crew and one is not, but but the way they're able to function collectively is exactly what the native tongues probably should be doing at this point.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, because they changed everything. I mean, if we're being honest, from the Jungle Brothers. Up to Chi Ali, who I could not still cannot believe I forgot his name on the I show. But see, up to Chi Ali and Yeah, it's crazy. I just still'm like, oh my God, how did I forget Chi Ali? Uh, but they changed everything. It, it was one of those, it's one of those pivotal points in hip hop where right, where when Outcast first record dropped, I'll I'll give this this, you know, multiple pointless comparisons, right? Dead horse. But Southern Playlist of Cadillac like music was like, Yeah, it's a good record elements has changed everything mm. you know what I'm that's the way I see it if if southern playlist if if the second record sounded like southern playlist playlistic you know they'd be good we'd be like yo that's those they're good you know what I mean yeah. but the fact that they just kind of altered the sound entirely and came with something that was connected to what they were initially doing but something that we would never a expect from a southern rap group at the time at the time everybody back off at the time and B just connected to their last project. Like, oh wow, what's what is this? You know what I mean? And I feel like on At Aliens, they both let loose. I feel like on Southern. Playalistic. It was it was dope. It was formulaic. It was wrong. It was it was on point. I still think uh, Players Ball is the beginning opening verse is still one of the freshest verses, mm-hmm. freshest intros. It's beginning to look a lot like whoa. Follow my every step, like that's that was dope. But ATLings was all of that. Every song was that, and comparing that to what I'm saying about the roots, when Illadelph Half Life dropped, it was like no 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 no, bro. I'm rapping. Right. This isn't a say one man. Where I'm I'm vibing with the band and making this port, making it part of it. This is me. Trying to slaughter everybody that moves, and I, from that moment on, I feel like thought has not been truly respected. From from that moment on, mm. right from clones. Yeah, and and the thing yeah.
0: that the thing, and I, it's just the it's it's, I'm sure just me, but um, you know, like especially on on illadelph Half Life, they were doing not miraculously experimental things with the music, but for a for a genre that's largely 4-4, you know, like, very straight-ahead musically, they were doing all kinds of weird stuff. Like, I mean, you know, relatively weird stuff. Like, you know... Wasn't Clones the one that the beat, that sped up? Or was that sec- Sections? Sections. Yeah, then I mean, you know... No, like not Sections, it wasn't Sections. That like, was weird, weird time signatures and stuff like that, right? And so... There were times when I was like, I don't think I want to listen to this right now. Like, I will listen to the album, you know, uh, 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 from start to end. But um, but like, that's why a lot of the stuff that he's been doing lately, like with the different producers and stuff, you know, get in, get out, seven, ten songs or whatever. Like, I enjoy it as much as just about as much as any Roots album. It just doesn't have that uh, cultural, like memory, like moment to me, you know? But uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, do, loose, I don't, like, do we have like, those
1: anymore? These last few, she's I mean, getting loose lyrically though, on these, le- I'm just he's like, He's not wow. playing. Not at he's all. He's not playing. I wonder for what, for young people, if it's that moment for them. Cause I don't think I could have that moment in that. Like the moment I had when I listened to, uh, Illidelf Half-Life or, right. uh, Lazy Afternoon, like, man, he's, he's kicking the same verse. And also it was just, just a, you know, it was yeah. part
0: of the the whole landscape of them being, you know, um, not that there aren't many talented musicians just in Philly, let alone across the country, uh, that can play. But, you know, they were doing something that was unique um relative to mm-hmm. a lot of other groups out there. But there were also a lot of other um hip hop artists at that time who were doing the kind of stuff that we love. So they had the smoking grooves tour they played up for Jay yeah. on the Unplugged, you know. Like they were, they were in that that mix, you know. And then you would go to the House of Blues, and the Roots would play for four hours. It was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. going one night. Rocked. I think it was like a Lenny Blacked Kravitz show or something like Scott. that. Yeah, I think it was like there was a headline show. You know, this is House of Blues on Sunset when it was still there. So I watched the show, and then. No one got, it wasn't a lot of people. No one got kicked out. And I don't know if they were just practicing for something else. All of a sudden the roots came out and I swear, I swear they were up there for three, four hours after. We just, <laughs> I was like, this is great. Just kept going. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. You know? Um, but yeah, they, you know, so they, they signify something that, that um, was certainly unique um, for the culture at that moment and throughout the history of hip hop. And then, yeah. As far as him being underrated, I don't know. I mean, there's there's plenty of MCs that, like, you know, Monch certainly doesn't get to do his due. Um, he's on, he's in know, my top 10. We talked about, LZI I mean, I've talked about Master well. Ace quite a bit as being yeah, one of my you know favorites. I, yeah. I don't like doing the top 10 because you miss somebody, and that's what I don't like because I miss somebody who yeah. I know should be in my top 10.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and Yeah. there's no yeah, reason yeah. why it well, should my, be limited. Yeah. You know, mine is always most. I always like go back and I look at my list and yeah. go, damn, I left most stuff off of this list. Yeah. But um, oh, and that's what I was saying. But yeah, now nah, yeah. on on Facebook, I was like, you know, most dropped a new
0: verse this week too. You know, everyone was talking about Jay's <laughs> verse. It's yeah, like most most came in on that Jid record, and like I was like,
1: all right, just was like, God, dude. You know what I'm yeah, saying?
0: Yeah. So, so a lot of you know, it's like just if you're listening to some, just be happy that you're listening to new music and shut up, like. But also, you know what I had to say for you, and I didn't even take a <laughs> shot at you today, is that you always talk about these top ten lists, and you went and you you ranked the seasons of the year, and you said that summer is
1: barely in your top three. Barely in my top three now, yeah. Nobody asked you. We'll get. Nobody we'll, asked you. Oh no, we'll get to it on the other side because you just want to talk about it. Yo, <laughs> yo, let's 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 get into the other side. Um, yo, Cap, okay, you ready, man? Yep. Fuck summer. Let's go. <laughs> Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Trek Life and your fam Kevin Sakota. I'm
0: Mr. Heat Miser. <laughs> I'm Mr.
1: 101. <laughs> Listen. Thank you all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, if you like to catch past episodes of Rapsucks Radio, please go to rapsixradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you like to catch Sony television, go to BTSN on any of your or on your favorite Roku or Amazon devices. Uh, click on the app or channel once you download BTSN or BTSN Pass, and we are right there. Plenty of other dope content. BTSN behind the scenes network. We want in, and also. Check us out on Instagram at Rapsix Radio. Check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash RSR Podcast. Don't don't make a mistake. You I got I'm announcing it every single time. I'm <laughs> I'm announcing it now. I keep forgetting. And now, now it is burnt into my brain. Facebook.com/slash RSR Podcast. Long before there was another one. Stay and real. And I kind of wish we could stay real. I Wish I trademarked it. I would just go. I'd steal it right now. Uh, just go you know use the government against you uh okay so uh shout out to my man fizz um fizz is one of the illest by far and he posted something that's very factual which is basically that people still love summer as adults because it was the time you got out of school when you was a kid but let's face it don't nobody want to be in no 106 degree weather at rant like come on man like y'all don't like summer like that now Granted, I'm from Southern California, born and raised. No plans of leaving whatsoever. If I was from, you know, the the East Coast where winter is a legit season, Mm -hmm. right? But then I think about the summers y'all have on the East Coast and be like, "But why would y'all want that? That sounds crazy." Mm -hmm. My favorite season is spring. Spring is my favorite season. Oh, yeah. It's warm enough. Everything is nice outside. It's you know, spring is it for me. You know, then fall.
0: I think I think we've
1: we've tried to express on
0: this on this uh, uh, this little program that um, you know there's there's virtue to old head energy you know so <laughs> if you want to gripe a little bit you know you, you you've earned a little bit of latitude to, to do that you know the, the the royal you all of you out there who are past the age of you know thirty um, I realize some one one in in. You know, because I was living on the East Coast for enough years to get used to that, the the swings in weather, right? Um, and it only takes about a month or two of winter before the novelty of that wears off very quickly, right? And then I always felt like spring and um, and fall were like two weeks long. <laughs> it's just beautiful, it's just gorgeous, right? Grand yeah. total of maybe three and a half, four weeks at the outside per year of that beautiful weather. And then you're, and then you're in deathly cold or hellishly humid hot. Um, and, then I, and then I moved back out here and I realized that, and I, I brought up the old head energy because also we try to balance that with a little bit of grown person maturity, right? I just realized that mm. I'm, I'm a soft, uh, delicate flower. And I can't really handle myself <laughs> in any particular situation without feeling the need to complain, at least internally.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing. Spring is like no complaints. If you're like, it's like 78, yeah. 75 out there. It's a nice breeze, but it's not too much of a breeze. Right? Well, I know that this week, this it's about to be very hot over yes. the, the
0: rest of this week out here. And uh, I know I'm gonna be very upset about that, you know, be wishing it was winter. And then, and then you know, the winter's gonna come here, and it's gonna be like 65 degrees, and I'm gonna be wishing <sighs> that I could nothing. wear shorts all the time. It's and... true.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh my god, I'm, my house is because so I'm cold. Soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, people on the East Coast are like 65. Shut up. And I'm yeah. like, no, you shut up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not made for them <laughs> temperatures. You shut up. Um as a note, man, the nicest one of the nicest places I've ever been on the planet is DC in the spring. Mm. DC in the spring is D C in the spring shows off. I don't know about every other place in the spring, but DC in the spring. I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, give Philly too many props on any weather time till y'all take that Rocky statue down. But D C in the spring is is no joke. They should put a statue All right, of black speaking pot of up there. Yeah, exactly. That's really what they should do. If y'all take down that statue, I should put Black Thought up there. So, um, speaking of a joke, of a human being at least. But, you're, but uh, so
0: what's up with the top three seasons though? You just you decided to make it a, a list? Like it was just okay for that?
1: No, nah, that was off of Fizz's post. Don't blame Fizz. We're not doing that. It's here. not a blame. It's We're not just, doing it's, that. Here. It's a credit
0: to. He deserves plenty of blame for plenty
1: of things. A ton of things. I
0: don't think this is one of them,
1: though. Eh, it's not blame. It's credit. Fizz posted a fact, and I jumped in. <laughs> so jumped in and doubled down on that fact. Um, yo, I love this episode title, man. Mm. Straight up. Take your roly-poly fat promoter eh, to the chemical bank and get my cash. <laughs> that line it. became... Yeah, it was a mistake on it. That line became more and more true as I got older. I didn't believe like that. That that album is the soundtrack to my life for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, low in theory was. All right. So topic number one, MTG, the notorious M- notorious MTG, got one hundred and eighty G's in PPP lo- uh, loans on barely a GED, and she wanna uh, she wanna talk to me. You know what I'm saying? The Gaul Nicole. is my t- my secondary time. <laughs> the nerve of this clown. All right, so the reason Players why this call. is happening is because <laughs> all the idiots came. So uh, White House calls out Repub- uh, Republicans who criticize student loan cancellation but had thousands, thousands, Kev, PPP loans forgiven. Uh, the source for this is CBSnews.com. Players are loan sharks and hypocrites. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So the White House is not taking criticism on the decision to forgive student debt lying down after some Republican lawmakers tweeted or went on broadcast to condemn the decision. The White House Twitter page. God, they got all thumpy on it, right? Oh, yeah. Responded by, quote, tweeting their comments and sharing just how much each of them benefited from having their Paycheck Protection Program loans forgiven. Mm-hmm. White House came with receipts, Kev. Yep. Talk about All right. it. Okay, so the uncharacteristic Twitter threat from the White House came shortly after President Biden announced his plan to erase thousands of dollars in student, in student loans. A move that will help more than 40 million people who have a combined $1.7 in student loan debt, Kev. Under the plan, borrowers who earn less than 125000 annually, I'm assuming, will be eligible to have $10,000 in student loan debt forgiven. Those in that income range who had Pell Grants in college will be eligible for an additional $10,000 in forgiveness. <sighs> GOP Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Notorious MTG, went on Newsmax. When is Newsmax, by the way? Okay, it's... It's, uh, it's neither news nor. Yeah, it's max. like the homies. She went on the homies news station, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to talk about uh, Mr. Biden's plans and said that forgiving student loans isn't fair to those who didn't go to college. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Here's a quote. Mm-hmm. For our government to just say, Okay. Well, your debt is completely forgiven. It's completely unfair, she said, according to a clip of the broadcast that was shared by the White House and taxpayers all over the country, taxpayers that never took out a student loan, taxpayers that pay their bills and maybe even never went to college are just hard working people. They shouldn't have to pay off the great big student loan debt for some college student that piled up massive debt going to some Ivy League school. That's not fair, she said. And the White House then quoted on Twitter, Congress and, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene had $183,504 in PPP loans forgiven. <laughs> that was the White House. Mm-hmm. But it gets Just better. Just with the receipts. All right. The White House then called out her and others who benefited from their own loan forgiveness through a through the uh, Paycheck Protect, Protection Program. One study on the Federal Reserve by the federal reserve bank of st louis found that the program cost taxpayers four dollars for every dollar of wages and benefits that workers who had their jobs saved quote-unquote by the program received four dollars i want to run that back for every one dollar of wages and benefits that workers who had their jobs saved quote-unquote by the program received so four to four to one According to the White House, Green and others benefited heavily from this loan forgi- from this loan forgiveness. The White House retweeted the Congresswoman's clip and said she had $183,504 in PP loans forgiven. GOP Rep. Vern Buchanan of Florida tweeted out a segment of him speaking on Fox Business about the loan, saying that the tweet was a blue uh, that in the tweet, <laughs> saying in the tweet, come on, Rich, that he was a blue-collar kid who worked his way through college. And in quote he said, "I know firsthand the sacrifices people make to receive an education." Biden's reckless unilateral student loan giveaway is unfair to the 87% of Americans without student loan debt and to those who played by the rules. According to the White House, Buchanan had more than 2.3 million dollars in PPP <laughs> loans forgiven. <laughs> it, I, I don't want to read through all of this, Kevin. You Is don't there, have to. I, it just—it's—it it's, goes on to GOP Rep. Mark Wayne Mullen. It goes on to to Republican lawmakers Kevin Hearn, Mike Kelly, and Matt Gates. Oh, everyone's favorite Matt it, Gates. It, Matt Gates. He bought a lot. You bought a lot of teenagers with that PPP money. Man, don't do it. Don't do it. That guy. So, yeah, go ahead, Kevin. It's on you. Uh, Oh, wait. Biden directly addressed congressional Republicans on Thursday who are against student loan forgiveness. I will never apologize for helping Americans, uh, America's middle class, especially not to the same folks who voted for a $2 trillion tax cut for the wealthy and giant corporations that racked up the deficit. Go ahead.
0: You know, I've been talking a lot of trash about Democrats over the last few episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: pretty much all the episodes
1: <laughs> yeah we uh, we always still take a shot at them
0: <laughs> tell you what though I, I like what i'm seeing here <laughs> yeah yeah i like, I like this I, li- yeah. I like it a lot man and the, the uh <laughs> but i tell you you and you were right i have to give you credit the most complaining generation boy are we it's us because it wasn't just congressional it's republicans us. i just saw all kinds of people just real big mad about people who make you know who bring in 30 60 grand a year by working hard getting sure. a little bit of a break here nobody's buying ferraris off of this folks this is this is just a little <laughs> bit of help you know i mean good lord and and these are all the same people you, who are out there spending Two hundred dollars on mega mega millions tickets a couple weeks ago. It's like now you <laughs> get mad at somebody for having a little bit of good timing. I mean, good lord. And then in some of these idiots, it's you know, all the it's not fair people because you know, it's not fair because it doesn't benefit everyone, right? I remember a black guy who was trying to give all you seventh grade dropout dumbasses free health insurance just a few years back. <laughs> You didn't want that either. You wanted to call everybody socialists when that was gonna help everybody out. <laughs> and now you want to complain about about this. By the way, yeah. you didn't go to college you, you you didn't go to college. Um I, I don't think it's because um you played by the rules. I think it's because you're stupid. <laughs>
1: How yes. about that? I'm gonna double down on that. You know why? Because I didn't go to college because I'm stupid, and that's why I know this is the truth. The truth. Listen. Wait, you didn't go to college?
0: I didn't. And for all of those, I don't people, think I can do this anymore.
1: <laughs> right. What is it? Did you get any debt forgiveness, man? Because I didn't go to college. I'm going to make sure to make sure I'm actually around the right people here. <laughs> Me and my non-college friends can't allow you to have a a life of Peace and prosperity. I I wish um, people would look, just shut up sometimes, you know, and this would be one
0: but, of those times. I will give you twenty thousand dollars to shut the hell up. How about that?
1: <laughs> Don't say that on this show. We have <laughs> we have a good solid 85 listeners, maybe seventy-five on average, and someone is gonna hit IG and call you a bluff. I will cancel my account, send me twenty thousand. So that is not disclaimer. He will not give you twenty thousand dollars to shut up. Period. <laughs> just shut up for free. Uh, (laughs) no that should be the episode (laughs) title shut up for free (laughs) for free no listen um, I have all the respect in the world for people who went to school and worked off their debt paid off their however they did it right Uh, I mean in, in the end what we've learned is that and you may not think this is true, but what we, not you personally, but a lot of you may not think this is true. Um, and I get a lot of detractors on this for some odd reason, but we've learned how important education is to overall success, individual and, and eventually extended family and otherwise. Right. Uh, so for those that did that and were able to achieve enough success post-college, um, uh, to pay off their debts and loan, man, God bless you. I, I think that's amazing. And for me, you get nothing but a handshake. You know what I'm saying? Because in the end, it it's already paid off, man. You did it. Yeah. So who cares what happens to anybody else? Your debt is gone. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't qualify, and this was it. I, so I'm not gonna say the name because it would cause a lot of problems if I said the name of the person. But I remember when um, the, uh, what, are, what were the checks called? The re- the relief checks were coming, were coming out. The
0: stimulus checks? And there checks? were a
1: bunch of people that were, stimulus checks, there you go. And there were a bunch of people who were mad they didn't qualify. And I was like, if you don't qualify for this, you are doing just fine. Right. That's the thing you should know, that if you don't qualify, look at the brackets you're in. You're good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you overextended yourself on other things, you bought a Ferrari and a a backup Ferrari and a fighter jet or whatever you tried to do, that's not on your student loans. That's on you. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, um, and I know personally that you're good. Trust me. I know that if you don't qualify for this, you're good. So, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't got nothing to do with you. How many soup kitchens do you walk into, and be like, I mean, oh, what y'all got free food in here for? Well, I didn't get no free food. Like, when do you stop? Like, when do you yeah. stop walking around it's looking at been. what everybody else is getting? And and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As if you never benefited all from anything. Yeah, you
0: just you they know? just want something to be to complain about, you know? It's like. And I know plenty of people, just at the school I went to, who. Honestly, could make a case that they deserve a refund because they are as stupid as the day is long and they graduated with (laughs) honors. Okay. (laughs) So, this is not about education or or, uh, formal education leading to guaranteed intellectual outcomes because that is not a guarantee. That's true. Yes. By any stretch. Right. Um, Mm -mm. But yeah, it's like, and then, you know, all these politicians want to talk about farmers working hard. It's like, I, if a farmer wants to jump up and say that they, you know, have a problem with it, I don't mind. Say whatever you want. Have whatever opinion you want to have. But I don't know that you're going to find too many farmers that don't want their children to at least go to school. And by the way, farmers are have to be intelligent, especially now, to know how to grow <laughs> their crops.
1: They're no. chemists. No. They are...
0: They are they are the farmers and they're waking mm-hmm. up at the crack of dawn being chemists and, and agriculturists, horticulturalists <laughs> and botanists and just, just to keep up with, <laughs> with all the things that prevent them from being able to to barely squeak
1: by running a farm. So if you're talking about farmers, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. No. Every farmer is the one that's in your fifth grade history book. <laughs> <The> old mcdonald <laughs> that's the last that seems to be the last image of a farmer that everyone our age has like yeah. right like the farmer on the package of farmer john is like the last image of a farmer we we don't we don't really no one <laughs> all you gotta do is turn on national geographic and just watch one of those agriculture shows right. and it's like you know earn earnings in florida state university and then it's like you know what i'm saying <laughs> grow corningson Alabama State you know <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like dude they all graduated from college like well that's like, again yeah, that's the
0: thing I mean you know
1: and and regardless
0: I and, and we may be I think things may be changing slightly because of how out of out of this world like and astronomically high the cost of a so called higher education has become just realistically mm-hmm. out, Which you know ridiculous. you want to complain about inflation but you don't want to talk about that all right Um, right but still it doesn't matter what where what your um, you know ethnicity is what region of the country you come from most parents want to give their children the the chance to go to college if that's you know what I mean a realistic opportunity whether that be through an academic situation or athletics or whatever the opportunity is most parents Mm -hmm. are pushing their child to figure you know at least figure out what the options are, right? And sometimes the financial burden may be too high. And for those people to not be able to 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 experience that and and to to you know really live up to whatever their potential is is a shame. You know, the one thing I will say is that we Definitely could do a better job teaching a little bit of financial literacy to children from an early, early age so that they understand what these loans actually mean. Because it, it would help them to understand not just a student loan, but a car loan, a, a, certainly a mortgage, you know, to understand yeah. that, that, yep. that you know, man, you know, that, that interest will whoop your ass, you know, and people... That's the key. Don't get and then you show up on campus and what's the first thing they dangle in front of you? Credit a card. A credit card. Right. hmm
1: So so Got a row of, of of tables and you know, signing you up for credit yep.
0: cards. Yep. Giving you giving you plastic. Maybe a lot of times even as, as, it doesn't matter what school you go to, you can be going to a top tier Ivy League school and some of these kids will be getting a credit card for the first time in their life. Not all for of them. For the first time, yep. You know, Yep. but some of them. And then they might just get in trouble with that, you know, because we don't mm-hmm. teach our children. We don't want to because that's how we
1: make money, right? That's sad. Yeah. You want to talk about not yeah.
0: fair? That's not fair.
1: That's not fair, and and but this is funny because and I might go on a bit of a tangent here, but it's funny because I'm I think about my daughters all the time and mm-hmm. and, and the life that you attempt to give your children is what you didn't have. Now I've I watched, uh, oh man, David something. He's a comedian, funny, funny dude, and he was saying like, "Dang, I grew, I lived, died though. So if they end up with the, exactly the life I had, then they're just fine. I don't need to do nothing special, right? Not entirely true." Of me considering that again, I didn't go to college. My sister did. My brother did. Both college graduates. My sister PhD. Um, both of them very successful. Um, so note number big one. Big fans of summer. Both of them. <laughs> Possibly. Not in not in Texas. One of them is not. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> one of them is not, definitely not a big fan of summer. Maybe not also a big fan of winter. At least with their their government. But. Um. Uh, those that are graduating from Ivy League schools statistically will not likely will not qualify for this. So right. MTG is already wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the people that qualify for this might might not dogging any of these schools, any colleges, but maybe state college graduates or you know uh, graduates that are probably more middle class, right? Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, awesome, right? Awesome. That's a great thing, right? And Ivy League education is to set the bar for you as a graduate to achieve things greater than colleges that are, you know, secondary to it, right? So if you receive the Ivy League education, you're supposed to be it. You're not supposed to. I'm saying by by uh, societal norms, you're not supposed to qualify for this, Right. Right. That's that's the that's the alleged ideal. Okay, so let me throw this around real quick. If you graduated from college and you qualify for this, the idea here is that you're right on that line of being able to achieve the educational the dream that your education was meant to provide, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it's awesome. Because the the ideal, just going by my personal, the people I know personally, ideally those people would be right on that edge. And this would be the thing that's kind of not allowing them to, to, to push forward for some of the dreams they want to offer their children or some of the plans they want to make in the future, right? Mm-hmm. This loan is just hanging around and chilling and finding its way into your special moments in your life, and yep. right? Or whatever. So. You look at these things you want to give your kids. You know what I'm saying? And you were talking about the cost of education going up, etc. You want them to go to school. Right? But at one point, graduating from college was the end of the line. You get your kids to college. You get them out of college. You did your job. Right? But now you're like, man, I want to get my kids out of college. I want to get them on the right path and get them into their first home. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right? Right? Like now the line is going further and further because you know the cost of living is is Skyrocketing, the 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 wages are not matching the cost of living by any stretch of the imagination, unless the bottom of the bag falls completely out. So the, what you're what you want to give your kids, as far as a greater life, has now continues to extend. First, it was get them out of height. First, it was just don't let them get tuberculosis and die. Right, That's right, way back when. Right. right? But then not it's that like, long all right, well, let's get them out of <laughs> right, right, right,
0: exactly. Which, which leads probably right. to what you're about to say next, which is our parents probably never, you know. Our parents had, had probably a good amount of, of uh, work ethic, but also some good fortune, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some some of the people in our parents' generation, good fortune to not get killed in the process of living as a human being in America. Um, yeah. But then if you... I guarantee if we ask all of our friends around our age to to go to their parent or parent's Or grandparents and say, whoever raised them and say, could you have ever imagined that that house you bought for $30,000 back in the 70s was going to be worth over a million dollars now (laughs) or whatever the case may be, right? It's like, no, not at all. And so now we're seeing that, well, that path, like you said, is there's more to it than, you know, because one, the college education no longer is a guarantee of, you know, that great city government job or whatever the case, you know, civil service job. It's, there's a lot more at play, um, and a lot more of a wild card factor to it, you know, variables associated with that. And then things that are not variable that we know that that generational wealth will come, not just from having that education, but having some good fortune and being able to put that education to use, but also knowing that there's going to come a point where you're going to want to either own some real estate or, in you know be able to utilize some some sort of financial um resources to do things to create wealth not just for yourself but your your you know
1: your children and and your grandchildren and so forth so yeah yeah and i i think i think also we devalue the meaning of education like getting being educated right, right. like people don't go to school for what they want to study or learn or have an interest in right because if you're going to school as an art major people are like you ain't gonna get no job so then you <laughs> you know switch that up right it's being something else so um but the point whole point of being an educated society is to find an interest and in, and in bury yourself in it right so what college as far as my understanding right of it is lost anyway it's completely lost mm. you know what i'm saying yeah. you go to college to get a job you go to college to get make more money right to survive right. college is enough survival um where it used to be an institution of higher learning it's an institution to getting your ass more money so um uh, i don't think that this can do anything but benefit that right. we've already gotten we're here now we're not, we're not, I know colleges likely across the world are educating people and enlightening them in different ways that are awesome. I think that's likely happening. But more and more, it's about getting a good education so that you can get a good job as opposed to becoming a well well rounded, well balanced, well educated person. Um, I don't, I don't, that's lost. That's gone now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it, it, so It's just, don't it, know, I some think we just that.
0: see it a lot more clearly now too, you know, having been, um, and it doesn't matter if you went to college or not. Um, yeah. Just, just seeing how the mechanism of it works. Like you, you can be a good person, go to church, and have a great experience, and make that a central part of your life, and be a very spiritual person and a genuinely uh, generous uh, uh, person who contributes to society. You can also be an mm. evil, awful person, and go to the same church <laughs> and be, do evil, awful stuff to the people around you for the rest of your life. It it doesn't really have anything to do with the church. It's really about you. So, right. knowing, right. you know, who you are uh, and 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 you know having people around you who can guide you to say, "Okay, well this is you know, I see what you want to do. You know you can do that at at this two-year college and then go on to do this that or the other." We I think we're starting <laughs> to think, become a yeah. lot more open to those those options which we should be. But the thing that it, it all goes back to is that we don't talk about those things because we want to complain about things not being fair when somebody gets $20,000 back, um, you know, that they've been, they probably already paid $25,000 in interest on over the last 10 years of their life or whatever the case may be. Um, and it's the same people complaining about it that were just fine giving multimillionaires tax breaks four years ago, yeah. three years ago. Yeah, you know, had no problem with like, that, you know, because those were the those yeah. were the people that were allowing their Harvard and Yale educated asses to go up and and do a bunch of lying on Newsmax or whatever mm-hmm.
1: the, the station was. Max so, yeah. Trash Max Trash to the Max. Yeah, um, I think it's a good thing, man. I mean, I I don't know. That simplifies it quite a bit. I understand it. it you know. <laughs> but it's a, it's to me it's a good thing, it's what you now go to college for is to have you know income, to live a better life, um, and why not help them out? Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, if you already paid yours off, you already on the path, man. Congratulations. Everybody else is is you know yeah is now with you and and just keep on moving. Yeah. How much money did um, that complaining make you over the last week? None. None. I mean. <laughs> I'm Uh yo, topic number 2, man. <laughs> fake fake records records. All right. Yo, as if rappers weren't fake enough uh, to to be honest with you. That's right. All right, so uh reason for this is Capitol Records drops AI rapper FN Mecca uh following backlash. All right. So this is sourced by the New York Times. Uh players involved with Capitol Records uh F and Mecca, who's an a i rapper um not Alan Iverson for my old heads <laughs> um <laughs> so it bit your max headroom, but in the future <laughs> and racist <laughs> um so the black community is also involved in this as as we are in these situations pretty often, oddly enough. OK, so Capital Music Group, the company that houses major record labels, including Capital and Blue Note, said on Tuesday that it was severing ties with this latest controversial controversial artist, Effin Mecca, a virtual robot rapper, quote unquote, powered partly by artificial intelligence, who boasts more than 10 million followers on TikTok. So Capital can leave him alone. He's going to make his own money. The company had previously teased the project. The first augmented reality artist to sign a major to a major label, it said as, quote, just a preview of what's to come. Yet after growing backlash to what skeptical observers said amounted to <laughs> digital blackface, <laughs> including content that seemed to trivialize incarceration, uh, incarceration and police brutality, Capital said it had severed ties with the Mecha project effective immediately. Uh, the company st- uh, added in a statement we offer our deepest apologies to the black community for our insensitivity in signing this project without asking enough questions about equity and the creative process behind it. We thank those who have reached out to us with constructive feedback probably a lot of cursing in the past couple days your input was invaluable as we came to a decision to end our association with this project last point Early on uh, Tuesday, the activist nonprofit known as Industry Blackout, which formed in 2020 to pursue equity in the music business, has called for a public apology as well as donation of any funds spent by Capital on the project to charity and the budgets of Black artists on the label. We find fault. This is a quote from uh, from Industry Blackout. We find fault in the lack of awareness and how offensive. This caricature is. Um, they wrote in an open letter posted to social media. It is a direct insult to the black community and our culture. The amalgamation of gross stereotypes, appropriative appropriative mannerisms that derived from black artistry, complete with slurs, infusing lyrics. So, yeah, F and Mecca was backed by a company, um, by the company Factory New, which describes itself as the first-of-its-kind next-generation music company specializing in virtual beings. Also, uh, on the roster, the crypto rapper Lil' Bitcoin. Hey! All right. Bitcoin! Though voiced by a human, F and Mecca, and his uh, lyrical content, Chords Melody, temporary sounds were derived apart uh, from artificial intelligence, the industry publication Music Business Worldwide reported last year. All right. There you go.
0: Have you heard it? No, what if it's dope? Nope <laughs> I want to hear a little Bitcoin <laughs> what I mean I don't why 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 are they doing this?
1: Why? well <sighs> it's in a Tuesday interview, one of the dudes said, "I just have to read this." Anticipating a deal's cancellation coming this week, these citing blogs that have latched onto a clickbait headline and created this narrative. This is what he said. He said that FMECA was, in fact, a primary and anonymous human rapper. Quote, he's a black guy. End quote. New quote. And not this malicious plan of white executives. It's literally no different from managing a human artist, except that it's digital. He added that the team behind FMECA was, quote, actually one of the most diverse teams you can get. I'm the only white person involved. Okay, uh, uh, go ahead, Kev. All right. Well, at
0: at first, I thought I saw some people posting stuff that that the person voicing the character was actually a white dude. So it was very inflammatory that he was, like, using the N-word and being, you know, whatever. You know, which Mm -hmm. evidently is not the case. Um, No. So... Which led me to the next question. If it's AI, why do you why do you need a a person to you just have a rapper? And by the way, you but, ruined <laughs> a dude's bag at this point. <laughs> the dude who Yeah who was on it, which he seems to be taking it He said that the company ghosted him after they um after he recorded whatever he recorded for them. Like I don't know what that entailed exactly, if it was just Actually, just going in the booth and recording verses that they matched up with the with the um, animation or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But he was like, "I was just gonna chill out until the thing blew up and then come go after." Him. <laughs> I was like, "Well, you're not doing yeah. that now." <laughs> no,
1: nah, that's dead. That's dead, bro.
0: But it, can we also just go and uh, get labels to 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 drop whack artists? Is Starting that an option?
1: Now. Man, I wish, I wish, I wish. We've redefined what whack is anyway. The argument's muddy, just like everything else. But... <sighs> mm, mm, my grief. It, 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 okay, this is gonna sound wrong, but it's right. <laughs> okay? It doesn't matter that the team is diverse the individual is black. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like saying that the team is the most diverse team it, it actually does not, right? Okay, let me put it this way. If the rapper was Mexican, if and Mecca was a Mexican rapper, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a white dude as a, that came out as a spokesperson. I don't know where Martini stands as, as far as the project. I know it's in the article, but I skipped through quite a, quite a bit. He's the only white guy involved. Right, then there's one Mexican dude behind the scenes and seventeen black people, mm-hmm. and like two Asian dudes. <laughs> then it's racist. Like it's still trash. It's it's not like because there's people of color involved, it can't be bad. Like, dude, you don't think that we could create stereotypes for other people, like people of color? We. I, what I'm saying is, I don't need other people of color. Doing black stereotypes, either, if, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Well, that yeah, a, a, or any other stereotype. Like, I don't need somebody being like, it, it's already hard enough. Look, guys, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It's already hard enough because I can't all the way tell when someone legitimately is into the style and slang and movements. And posturing of rap music, which is really like this natural style and movement and slang and posturing of my uncles and, and you see what I'm saying. So it, it already seems like a mockery sometimes. Well, that's like just that's sometimes. The thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, why why did you take a cartoon character? Because again, if there was a person, it's 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 the the art form is a spoken rap. You know, it's a, it's a vocal art form, mm-hmm. which is the key element at the end of the day, right? A vocal audio art form for which you had an actual human being using his <laughs> actual human voice. Right. So if this is AI, this is not the first AI rapper. There have been plenty no. of AI rappers. Yeah. They could arguably have been accused of some racist content or racially sure. unfavorable content, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who mm-hmm. signed to what label, but I'm sure Capitol's done it just as much as every other label out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so now we're going to plant our flag because there's a cartoon character that's doing It's Like, well, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where people draw their lines. A lot of times people draw their lines where they can get the most traction, which, okay. Yeah. Um I I could draw a lot of lines. I mean they're a lot a lot. I don't listen to sports talk radio because I'm just sick of it. Like I'm sick of the like I'm sick of the this overt racism in the conversation about athletes, mm-hmm. right? And and I don't watch a lot of or or get involved in a lot of hip hop anything because man, a lot of times like Y'all not funny like you think you are. And that's what this effing Mecca thing is, right? Like, I'm the only white guy involved. It's like, you're that's enough yeah. of a white guy involved, right? 118th is enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and I'm not saying this particularly on him. Like, 118th of an Asian dude is too much. 118th of a Puerto Rican dude is too much, right? Like, like, Spin it around to whomever whomever you like and switch the people up. It's too much. Like we don't need you creating virtual images of black people to posture in (laughs) appropriative ways. Yeah. Regardless of who you are, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I don't. I don't really. I didn't understand that. Well, we're a diverse company. Like, what does diversity have to do? We're not talking about. Diversity. If it was just a a, a a fleet of rappers, I don't know what a what you know like a, you know, a group of uh, of you know, crows is called a murder. I don't know what a group of virtual rappers is called. Like if it's a flock or a fleet, or a posse. I believe it's a posse. Yes, uh, or, okay. or perhaps a, a crew. digital posse, uh, crew gifs, a crew of gifs. I don't know. Careful. A gif load. I don't know. Gross, that that sounded bad. Uh <laughs> of of multicultural stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it wouldn't matter, is my whole point. I think that's the point I'm latching on to is that I am probably a little too old for it. I'm just old now. And I just don't want to hear it no more.
0: Yeah. I don't want to listen y'all. to actual human rappers. Why would I want to listen to a fake <laughs>
1: Yeah, virtual like, rapper like blue face was too much who created that dude <laughs>
0: you
1: know what I'm saying go power that dude off <laughs> you know what I mean but all this means is that somebody's going to without the corporate leash of capital they're going to create it mm-hmm. put it on TikTok it's going to get 10 million followers they're going to keep creative control of it and, and they know it's going to happen so Watch for the return of F and because it's going to yeah. happen. It's going to be on. And it'll be worse. Rock is part two. <laughs> oh, all right, get here. <laughs> right? And, and <laughs> all right, man, we got to yeah, get out of we'll, here. Right, And in Newsmax. All right, man, we got to we got to get out of here. Let's cut Ugh. these last two out. We're not. Yeah. We'll talk. No,
0: we, we don't need to talk about these other two. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get them next time. There you go. Um, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. I am your homeboy track life. And that dude over there. Well, no, actually over there. Uh, that's your fam, Kev Sakota. FM Mecca. <laughs> He's better than 6 9 that's for sure. Wow. <laughs> wow. Power that dude off, too. That should be the thing. Power him off. Yeah. Right? Shut that dude down. Like, Whatever. <laughs> Uh, thank y'all for tuning in man we appreciate each and every one of y'all please catch us on rap 6 for any past episodes catch us on btsn download the apple channel on your roku or any of your amazon fire devices click on the apple channel we are right there uh, catch us on instagram at rap6radio and on facebook facebook.com slash r s r podcast the original one word not ai we'll at y'all next time not ai Yeah, not the fake one Uh, we out of here like last year on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. We out.